Through the mud, chasing bucks on the ground, bring them back to the barn. It's time to throw down. Chase turkeys off the roost, way back in the pines, just a few miles down from Natalie County sign. If a pig comes around, we blow a hole right through. That's how we roll down here in the 352. Hey guys, welcome back to the 352 Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Johns, and as always, we got Mr. Arjona Hyatt with us. Well, we've been talking about it for, what, two, three months about this tower shoot that we're going to be going to. We're right here fixing to get geared up to go. Yeah, we are countdown two days. Today's Wednesday, so we got tomorrow we'll get packed up and get ready to rumble, and then Thursday or Friday morning we will hopefully strike out. Yep, so I know that was, we've been talking about a lot of it, so hopefully everybody that comes will have a good time, and I know we got a, a pretty good bit of people coming from the podcast, so. Yeah, I probably got, between the podcast page, personal page, and people in real life, I've probably gotten 30, 40 people going, and we're so fucking excited, we can't, yeah. every people so damn excited they can't hold themselves. It's like Christmas morning to some of these people. Absolutely, so yeah, I mean, it should be a good time, but. Kind of backing up a little bit. I know we'll kind of get in a little bit more of that here throughout the episode. But we uh, we just come off of a... We had the turkey extravaganza this past weekend. Uh, if we... We seen you there. Nice seeing you. I wasn't there that long. I had to... I was there for about an hour. Right at the beginning when it started. And then I had to run up to Gainesville for that taxidermy thing with DC. But um, I know you stayed there a little bit longer. You met some different people and stuff. So we had to get with Florida Camo and met up with him and kind of helped him be around his booth a little bit. So that was good to see some people. Um, it's, it's weird going into places and people walk up to me and go, hey, are you so-and-so? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Well, I listen to you every week. And I'm like, shit, I, how you doing? I can tell them who my name is. And they'll tell me who their name is. And then and we'll be sitting there for two or three hours talking. And Yeah. And that's... I got that even at the taxidermy thing. There was a guy up there. He was from um, down down south somewhere. I don't exactly remember where he was from, but he was a taxidermy. He was competing in that competition, and I was there doing all the photos and stuff there, and they were doing like a taxidermy kind of mount off is what they call it, where they had three hours to mount a deer. <clears throat> well, yeah. I did whatever they choose, but a lot of guys mainly choose deer, and like two guys choose ducks to mount. But he was there mounting a deer, and I was over there taking pictures, and I kind of was talking to him a little bit. He, he just, like, he stopped and looked at me. He's just like, what's your name? And I told him, he's like, you're the one from the podcast, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I listen to that all the time when I'm working in my shop. So that was pretty neat that, I mean, we're getting recognition and stuff. I've I've got that actually a pretty good bit. So, but anyway, yeah, that was, that was fun. Um, like I said, I didn't get to stay there long because – Having to go up to Gainesville, but you, um, did you stay there till what about noon or so? About noon, yeah. I was talked out for the day, yeah. I didn't have anything to eat, and coming off that night shift and then getting up that morning that early to cut up there, and you don't know, <clears throat> don't realize how hard it is whenever you've worked all night and then you'll have like an off day to try to get your sleep schedule back on, and then you try to get up the next morning at 6 37 to. So yeah. I'm usually just getting home by 6.37, and hell, I was getting up at 6.37 trying to yeah. get over there, and one of the things by noon, I by noon, I was about spent for today. Yeah. Well, um, luckily enough, I think, what was it, last night, your last night? Last night was, well, last night was my last night for a while. Um, section of the curb out there on Highway 50 got denied by DOT which we knew it was going to, but we had to put it in per plan, per engineering plan, but it got denied. So we'll have to go back out and have the concrete crews come back out and repour it. And then we're putting in a whole another lane from about, I don't know, rooms to go or so coming back this way for a turning lane. And 
yeah. traffic divider and stuff like that. We're going to try to do that during the daytime though. So, but last night was my last night for hopefully a few weeks. And yeah. even after that, it'll only be maybe a night or two. Yeah. Well, hopefully you won't, it won't be too bad because, which was kind of good timing because you can get a little bit back on schedule right here and before we go to this tower shoot. So, which you took off on Friday, right? I got Friday off. That's why I said we are we are packing up and heading out early Friday morning. And I told Jonah and the other boy going with us to be there at the house by 8. We'll get everything loaded, firewood, everything loaded by Gator, everything loaded by 9. I want to be on the road by 9. Yep. Absolutely. Be up there by 1030 or so and be set up. That way we're, we're ready to rumble. That way when people start coming and going, we'll be already there. Already there. And well, Mr. Gonzalez should be there yep. waiting on us. He should be greeting us with a waving arm. Absolutely. So, anyway, well, let's get into a couple of questions. You mean, I'm not really going to break this um, ep- episode up because it's just us and we got a handful. We actually got a pretty good bit of questions this week. Pretty good questions, too. Yeah. So, we'll just throw some questions out here. We'll answer a handful of them and then we'll talk a little bit about the tower shoot and a little bit what we got coming up and then we'll we'll get on off of here. We'll just kind of a a weekly update and then i think next week we'll probably just kind of talk a little bit about the tower shoot and then we'll do a pre and post tower shoot post yeah and we all know what kind of shit show it was absolutely so like i said it's going to be an entertainment they like money's not going to be able to afford <clears throat> this entertainment value that is going to come out of this no you couldn't buy this no. i promise you, you're not gonna be able to buy this kind of entertainment you'd have to go up there and win the freaking mega million to be able to pay for it so but anyway well let's um Go ahead and start with some questions. Like always, questions, Primo Knives. Can't thank him enough. I know he's going to be bringing knives to this event and everything. I think he's going to bring us some more. He's selling a couple of people through through us. We've got him some contact to be able to sell some knives. So Yeah, he showed me some knives that he sent me last night, and I'm going to repo one or two of them. They're some damn good-looking knives. Yeah. God dang, they look good. So, kind of talking about him a little bit, he asked a question to us. He said, "Are y'all guys excited for the shoot?" And yeah, we're we've been looking forward to this one because, I mean, like I said, it's it's still. Granted, we don't have a like a, a massive amount of followings, but we, I mean, we've kind of made our name here in the state of Florida, and just people coming up to that to us at these different events, recognizing us and everything. It's still pretty neat, and like us going to this event like over probably three quarters of the people that's going to be there it's all through the podcast and it's a lot of these people we've never met before so this is like to be the first time meeting these guys and i know you I mean there's gonna be a lot of conversations that happens throughout the weekend so uh, that's what i'm actually really excited for you I mean granted it's gonna be fun and everything for the tower shoot and everything but just getting around all these people because i know we talked about it like we kind of got started with the podcast we kind of want to have a day that we could get with everybody that we've kind of brought on the podcast or listeners or stuff like that. Yeah. So that's kind of a little bit of that is what we're going to have here. Yeah. I always wanted to get together when we had everybody. Cause you know, it's something that we've done going on almost a year now, but I've always wanted to get everybody together at least once a year to have a good time and hang out and conversate and, you know, eat and stuff like that. And there a while back in the, was it sometime in December or January? I, I said, you know what? Why don't we just hit Huck up about doing a tower shoot up there? I mm-hmm. said, that'll give something for us all to do. And it'll be a heck of a place for all of us to get together because we still ain't got this place settled yet. And and I got Huck. He said, yeah. He said, let's let's do it. And got Jonah said, yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. So we started putting a word out there. And I'm like, well, my worry was that we weren't going to get enough people to fill up the tower yeah. shoot because he needs about... 20 people to fill it up and he can have a max capacity of 34 yep. we maxed out in a week oh yeah we 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 went above and beyond and you mean we we i think we even got a pretty good bit of people that are coming that are not <laughs> even like shooting they're just coming to hang out coming so. to hang out i know like the um, travis and his girlfriend which is um boy that works for me he's my number two man and travis is coming up on saturday i think my dad's gonna come by um He's going to come by and eat lunch with us and maybe tell a story or two. And then yeah. um, I know there's a couple other people that are coming up just to hang out. A couple guys that I talked to this weekend, they were going to come over just for the weekend. 
And, uh, but you know, they wind up pulling permits or quota hunts and, um, wind up not getting into it. And then, uh, I believe South Florida outdoors who actually won the DC Sims mount, mount, he's going to come by sometime this weekend and hang out. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of people come by just to hang out that actually aren't really shooting. There's only 34 gun spots, but there might be, I think between 50 of us or better. Absolutely. So, but anyway, let's kind of move on here. This one's kind of geared more towards, this one's towards turkey hunting. So I know because pretty much the rest of the questions are going to be towards that. But it says, when when coming to tur- when it comes to turkey hunting, is it in a running gun or a weight on them kind of <clears> hunt? <throat> what do you prefer? Depends on what time of the year it is. So I'll take the temperature of that turkey. Yeah. I mean, it's if he's hung up, not moving you know you could get closer to him you know you can get in there on him without bumping him go for it but if he's one of them that you know you can't get no closer the only way is just to wait him out it's just property makes a big difference time of the year is a big difference public private that's another thing you mean we get on some public stuff i'm telling you we're running a gun and we're going to get in there on him and (coughs) we're going to make it happen because if you, if you ain't going to him, somebody else is. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, because most of the time, if you're in a um, on public land, you you're not the only one listening to that turkey. Yeah, yeah. I've learned that. I mean, there's been a few years that we've had to kind of, and we've learned it over the years, though. But we've learned over the years that my place in Georgia, you you better. There comes a time when you better just back out and leave him alone for the day. Yep. And, don't, was, and don't try to push him. Yeah. I think we talked about it on the episode with Zach is there's a lot of times that like we've been back at the camp or going to eat breakfast at eight o'clock in the morning and people are like, oh, I mean, why are you not, why are you not still hunting? And it's just you, when you got limited area to chase one, when you only got two to 300 acres, you mean a bird can get off of that really quick. You bump that bird on a Friday, you just might as well just go ahead and pack your stuff up and go home. Yep. Because you ain't going to do nothing the rest of the weekend. And nope. that's kind of, it's just all property. You mean, if you got a couple thousand acres, run and gun. You mean, if you blow a turkey out, go to the, go to the next There's one. another one gobbling a couple hundred yards away. Or go to him, hey, that bird's not really responsive. He's not wanting to work. Go to another one. You mean, he's not ready to die. That's pretty much the way I look at it, too. So, um, the next one is tips and tricks to scouting slash hunting public land during turkey season. Um, it all depends on if it's a open public land or a quota hunt for kind of start, I feel like. And my biggest kind of tip is less is more. And what I mean by that is less calling would get you farther in public land. So you have to call one time to a turkey. And if he gobbles or is he he's within range to hear you, he knows exactly where you're at. And a lot of times on public land, these guys will run these calls over and over and over and over again. And you're just educating that bird every time. You got to pretty much make him curious of where you're at. Like make him want to come in there and investigate. So... If it's a pressured bird, go in there, call one time. Know where he's at. Move a little bit. Get closer to him. Get as close <clears> as you can to him. Call again. Set up. I mean, a lot of times, a pressured bird, you call one time, and all of a sudden, you'll be sitting there waiting, waiting. All of a sudden, you'll you hear one spinning drumming. Yeah. And he's, he's he ain't going to say nothing. He's just going to show up. And he's going to be in your lap. So <clears> that's kind of one of them. Because I've, I've hunted with guys, and I've hunted around other hunters in public land. And they are just raking the bark off of a tree with a box yelper or something like that. So it's kind of, and that's another thing for say, if you're a new hunter and you're not like an expert caller, and I'm not saying I'm a great caller, but I mean, it's been turkey hunting for a long time and you just learn over years. You learn from your mistakes. And I mean, I've made a bunch of mistakes. I've bumped a lot of birds. I've spooked a lot of birds. I've, learn how to, when to call, when not to call. And I mean, I'm still learning every time I go to the woods, but if you don't know how to call that great, the less calling, the better off you're going to be. Cause the more you call, you're educating that bird more and more like, and that bird will go, okay, like that don't really sound completely. Correct. Yeah. yeah. That, 
somebody's over there and I'm not going to them. Absolutely. So if you call one time, he gobbles to you. There's a lot of times if he if he cuts you off, that's a dead bird. Let him. Let him. Yeah. Especially if you're like you're later on in the morning. So anyway. So next one is does does a full moon affect turkeys like deer? Early fly down possible. You remember last year down there at that place I get to hunt? It was still dark outside, and y'all were like, hey, what's that out there in the pasture? And like, pull the binoculars up, and you can see turkey fan. Remember that? I've had it been 1, 2 o'clock in the morning on a full moon. Goblin. Goblin. I'll go outside of my camper to go piss or something like that. I'll walk outside to go pee, and, and you'll be sitting there at the camp there in Georgia, and you'll hear one just raking the freaking bark off a tree at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning when the moon's straight up and down. Yep. And yep. I'm like, do you not sleep? Yeah, they'll gobble at night when a full moon. I don't know if they necessarily fly down early because, truthfully, when you have a full moon, you, you go through that. The moon's going down when it starts getting daylight. Yeah. So it's getting dark right there at it. Yeah, generally, like, when it's the definite, it's the full moon. So you don't, I mean, it might make them fly down an extra couple minutes early or something, but yeah. the extent of it depends on where you're at. You hunt like a creek bottom or something like that when it's dark just all dark, the time. Dark, dark. Yeah, then they're not really going to be. I mean, you get these pasture birds down here. If there's a sliver of like any kind of light, they're hitting the ground. They're hitting the dirt. Yeah, because you're like, you can't even see your hand. And you're like, bird well, sounds like he's on the ground. Well, last year when we went down there at Brian's, I don't know if you were talking about that. but That's what I was I'm talking ta- about. Yeah, it was like. I could just see a, a blur out there, kind of, and Jonah's like, I think there's a bird out there, and, and I'm in the very back. I'm I'm just a film man, all I am. I'm out there filming, and I'm in the very back. Well, I always I always carry my binoculars with yeah. me, and I kind of just slip my binoculars up real easy, like, and I get them up, and I'm looking over the damn palmettas, and I'm like, there's two gobblers out there, about a hundred yards of full fucking strut, and it is black ass dark. Yeah. So, yeah, they'll. They'll surprise you. You I mean these, especially like for like what I'm doing filming purposes. There's a lot of times birds will be on the ground and I I don't have enough lighting to film. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a little different down here. But anyway, this one's the last kind of question we had of the week. But um, this one's maybe a little bit more a lengthier of a question. No, this so, is your favorite one. Isn't yeah, it? I'll let you answer this one first one first. Because you don't fuck this one up your whole life. So yeah, it says, how do you guys balance working full time hunting and relationships, etc.? That's a, that's a complicated question. That is a very good question. So limit outdoor or limit out charters. Great question, buddy. Yeah. That one's, it's not going to stump us, but, we could have a damn near a whole podcast off of just this one topic because we've been through the ups and the downs and the ins and the outs on it. But um, since me and Jonah have been friends, which is good seven years now, yep. I've been with the same woman. I've been with Cecily for seven damn years now. And the first or second weekend that we actually got together was that weekend that me and him went to my place in Georgia. And we yep. had our damn turkey killing. Yep. And it's I I guess she understood the assignment out of the gate. Because there was the first few years it was hard. I mean, it was a damn pain in the ass. But I can tell you one thing. There ain't nobody hard headed as me out there in this world. And I was persistent on what I was gonna do. And she's pretty damn hard headed herself, but it's one of the things of where she finally got broke down to the point that she understood this is what I'm going to do. I don't go to the bars. I don't party. I don't go to, I don't, I don't do a whole lot. I hunt and hang out here around the house. And that's my, that's my just of what I do. Yep. And she's understood that that is what I do. Deer season comes around. Now, granted, she's gotten big into deer hunting now. Last year, she was successful, killed two pretty good bucks for herself. And now she's hooked on deer season. Now, I ain't got her convinced in turkey season yet, but she understands that I'm going to be gone. Yep. And so there's no fighting there. There's none when I say, hey, I'm going to be gone this weekend or whatever. I don't even have to. I don't have to pencil it into a schedule. I don't have to ask for permission. Shit like that pisses me off every time I hear that. But I basically, I tell her, say, hey, this is where I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to be doing. 
yada, yada, yada. And she says, all right, good. I'll see you when you get home. That's yep. all it comes down to. When it comes to work, luckily I got a really good work, basically a family that takes care of me over there. And um, I got a good superintendent. I got a good crew. I got a good owner, good everything. And I can tell them, hey, I'm taking this day off. And it's an, it's an, it's an automatic. And what one the biggest thing is is when it comes to work, people don't understand. When you go to work, go to damn work, go get your job done, and then whenever you get ready to take time off, they'll be more than happy to give you the time off. Yep. You can't just, you know, when you show up to work, work, get your job done, do what you got to do, get yourself ahead of schedule, get your get get your job done, and then you can get out of there. And so, and I've been at the same job for seven years. Just like Cecily. So I get a lot of, um, I get about two and a half weeks of paid time off a year. And that gets, that gets a long ways on the hunting. And even if I don't, like this Friday, I took Friday off. I didn't do paid time off. I didn't need to. I just took Friday off just to take it off. And um, not a problem in the world. And like I said, luckily I got a good, everything at work is good. It works out really good for me at work and our understanding and, and, the only thing that really ties me up is here at the house is sometimes whenever we get into busy hay season, we get into deep hunting season too. And Jonah kind of got a piece of that last year. And luckily if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have gotten nowhere near as much done as we did, but we knocked out. I figured it up the other day off the count on the round roller. We did over 700 round rolls last fall. Yeah. And that was, that was a lot of rolls for us. And then we also did, pretty good little lick on this damn square barrel that we just bought but yeah you got to kind of play your schedule we got good weather and that that's the unfortunate part right here is i can control everything but weather and if i got good weather coming i've got to go i gotta go cut hay got to i gotta get it up in the fall time and that's just kind of what it is we cut hay all the way till week of december christmas day and the day after christmas we were bailing hay so Sunday, Monday of Christmas this past year, we rolled up a hundred, almost 160 rolls of hay, and that's just kind of what it was. We we had to beat the frost. Um, outside of that, though, it's just one of them things of you got to give a little to get a little, and and uh, just kind of set yourself up around you for success. And that's luckily I've I've managed to to get kind of almost fall into a fall into a lucky gold pot right there of being able to hunt, be able to hunt as much as I want and as much as I like to and be able to keep doing what I'm doing and be able to make money to be able to live off of. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, mine's a bit of struggle if we go back seven years, for say, when it comes to the relationship aspect of hunting and my biggest thing is if we have something planned, it's a planned weekend, it's a planned something like, I mean, you have all right to be mad if I tried to come up and say, I really, I, well, I we need to cancel this because I'm going to the woods. Like, I've never done that. That's not been my thing. Like, if we got something planned. But you mean, when it, we're talking like the state of Georgia where we hunt, if it's Halloween weekend, don't plan nothing on that weekend. Yeah, I mean, be smarter you, than that. You know that weekend I'm going to be like, yes, if you tried to plan something, it's going to be a disagreement between me and you because I, I mean, I'm going that weekend. That's my weekend to go. And it's like the last two, three weekends down here <clears throat> running dogs. That's the best time. Don't plan nothing in that. You know I mean, and I can work, I can work around that if it's like first of December or that kind of stuff. And, but, Granted, when it comes to turkey season, you mean we got a limited time. So turkey season is kind of one of them things that don't really plan nothing in the spring because we only got really five weeks here in the state of Florida to turkey hunt. So it's it's very slim. But I just, my biggest thing was is you kind of got into it knowing what you were getting. It wasn't. I didn't pick this thing up as a hobby midway through our relationship. It's Correct. not. 
the same way with you. You didn't pick it up. It was already something you were doing. Like, granted, y'all started dating, and, like, a couple of days later, me and you packed up and went to Georgia and went turkey hunting. So, I mean, it's not like it's just something I picked up on the side and stuff. And, I mean, if I went from sitting in the house not doing nothing and just one day I said, hey, I want to I want to start this hunting thing and just went full board going every single day, like, that's, that's kind of one thing. But there's... And I get it. You mean there's a balance between just going and then just being ridiculous about going too. You mean if you went to like for us going to Georgia, if we went to Georgia every single weekend from whenever both season open till the end, you mean that's that's obsessive. I I mean I can't we can't do that. It's just not fe- yeah. feasible. To do yeah, it. you're just you're getting a little bit out of control at that point. Yeah. So, and you mean. I feel like too, if you're learning a piece of property or whatever, you mean like first two years, it's going to be, you're going to go probably a little bit more than you normally would go just because you're trying to learn when the best time to hunt, but like kind of got that place down to a science. You mean, I kind of know what weekends I need to be there and like, like open a weekend in gun season is pretty much irrelevant to go up there almost. It's just to go up there and say, Hey, I was here the first weekend of gun season. Most of the time, you mean you wait that second, third weekend, that's when you start getting in some good hunting. Yeah, wait till that about Halloween on. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a definitely a struggle for me as far as a personal life when it comes to hunting and stuff. And then I'm just, my career now allows me to hunt a lot more than what I was for say, because, but I say that a lot of places I get the for say turkey hunt is on the weekends because it's with people that have a Monday through Friday job. So technically I can't really go on the weekend. So granted I might be off on a Tuesday, but I can't go turkey hunting. So it kind of, it frees up a little bit. I know I'm going to be doing a lot of work this year, just getting turkey content. So that's, I mean, I'll have some days I can go do that by myself during the week, all that kind of stuff on a day off. But, like when it comes to us going to Georgia and all that stuff, it's going to be, be the weekend stuff, be the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday. So, um, and it's, I mean, I don't have kids. I, I'm not married at this time. At this point I was, but I'm not now. And I just, I'm kind of sort of living life right now. I'm not really out really trying to find anybody or have a relationship because i'm trying to get this photography thing like full board going and you mean i'm traveling around and you know this you mean never home yeah i'm all the time gone and which you mean it's pretty much a blessing that i am gone because i'm making money so it's been it's been kind of a crazy ride ever since i've kind of went full time with it and i never expected it to be this for say this busy but I mean, it's good. Yeah, you had to get busy. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of one of them things. You just gotta, just gotta roll with it, and that's pretty much what I've done. And you mean, you go to looking through my phone and my calendar, and it's just it, the dates are full. So, and I just, I gotta plan them, and which is a good thing. So, I don't know. I mean, eventually one day, I guess I'll get there. You'll get there. So, It'll take time. Yep. You'll so, get there, but. Oh well, it'll. Like I said, life goes on. I ain't I ain't too worried about it right now. I'm trying to focus on what I got going on and turkey season right around the corner. So that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Hey, you and me both. So, um, so you want to um, take a break for a second, and then we will get back on here and we'll talk about a little bit more details on the tower shoot. Talk about a little bit of our beginning of turkey season, what we got going on. And then we will wrap this one up and we'll go on, go on from there. Gotta work. Record deer season and I'm hooked. Let me shoot and miss one right out of the gate. Katie Bart damn doors, I'm coming for you. And Billicate's the best. Not every exactly. My season is over. Seven yards, you better hold it like a rifle, honey. Hoping for a double. Bad year. Well, like always, Florida Camo, can't thank them guys enough, especially just Peter. 
I mean, Peter's the main man of that. He's the designer. He's the brains behind the operation. So, you mean, they're getting to be a bigger company, for se, but they still got that kind of family-oriented mindset, too. So, it's super nice working with them guys. And finally got linked up with them this weekend. It's just been crazy busy. And finally got up with him and stuff and i think we're gonna be doing a little bit more work with him i think i'm gonna improvise a little bit of my photography work in with the podcast with florida camo just the whole just bring everybody together pretty much so can't thank peter enough but anyway so we come off the extravaganza and that was pretty fun i come off the taxidermy thing that was a fun but it was a long three days some super cool mounts in there. If you, I know some people that come up and looked around and stuff. You I mean you're talking the best of the best in the state of Florida, and they're good. These people know what they're doing. They um, they've got some really good judges that come down this year and stuff. So it was kind of a unbiased judging, and you didn't have favoritism or nothing, which is that's really good when you come do a contest like that so mm-hmm. it was it was a fun time i met a lot of people and got some connections through some people for my photography stuff but then also made some connections for the podcast so that was enjoyable um like you said you're coming off of night shifts so you're going back to day shifts and stuff we're gonna kind of we're going to gear up for turkey season here. I've landed some properties that I'm going to be strictly doing photography work on. I um, actually made uh, <clears throat> kind of a connection with Honeycomb Turkey Calls. And me and him are going to work together. I'm going to try to get some content for his website. All that kind of stuff. And I know they're connected to Florida Camo. So it's just all like, it's a big big triangle that we live in here in the state of Florida. I feel like when it comes to companies and stuff, it's always somebody's linked to Pretty much Florida camo. That's where it all stems back to. So, got that coming up. So, I'm going to do a lot of scouting and filming and do all this other stuff before turkey season. And then, I think we're going the weekend before we go to South Florida. Are you going that weekend? You're going to go up and burn too? I'm going to Georgia. My dad's actually going to be up there. He's going to go now? He's not going there. He's going to Steve Taylor's to go party, but... Okay. But, no, yeah, he's going to be in Georgia, but he ain't going to be at our place. He's going to be on the other side of Georgia. Yeah, because I think you're you're not coming up till Friday afternoon, right? I don't know. I might take Friday off. We'll see how the week goes. Yeah, because I was thinking I got to go film a bass fishing thing on that Thursday, Thursday morning. Then I got to run to the dealership and do my photography stuff there. That shouldn't take that long. And I think me and Shane are going to leave – thursday afternoon to get up there and so we can i'm hoping to try to get a lot of our stuff done on friday <clears throat> try to knock a lot of our stuff out get it all done on fridays so and then saturday i can break off for a little while come over and help you some yeah because i'm gonna be back and forth between y'all's places anyways this depends on what i bring up right? i either bring the gator or bring the tractor up but i got a disc fire break around one yep. section in the back and if I got extra hands, like say you and Shane and hey, I got the gator and the tractor and then your four wheeler or four wheelers and I got all of us surrounded it, we're gonna go ahead and burn that front too. Yeah. I think we can knock it out, but we'll just have to kinda of plan the weekend, you mean. I wanna go up there Friday because I mean only good other good thing is my dad's staying up to like Tuesday. Yeah. So I was kinda of concerned I wanted to get up there early and light them piles because I know they're gonna burn for a little while. He's going up with the other Kubota, so he can keep he can keep them bunched up. Correct. With a grapple bucket, he can keep them bunched up and burn them completely down. Yeah, that's the plan <clears throat> and stuff. So we got a lot to burn. We got a ton to burn. So try I want to get, burn my place good, but I just want to make sure they don't got a hand. We're going to keep extra hands on. Yeah, I, think I got some big tall pines in there that kind of overreach on across the fire break, and I don't want to get it out of control. Yeah, I think also would be a good thing to take like say i take our fuller take my fuller i'm gonna have it up there i'm gonna take that little tank um and then fill it with water with that little 12 volt pump on it yep. and just you I mean if you see something kind of getting a little bit hairy just go over there and spray it down real quick yep and a leaf blower yep i'm gonna take my leaf blower with me so you can get <clears throat> air water it'll all 
Yeah, we build because I'm going to burn inside them, inside them food plots. So I'm not worried about the food plots getting too wild. I'm just worried about that one edge getting out of control. Yep, absolutely. So I think we'll just um, like your place. We'll just kind of hit it in sections. Just doing sections. You mean? So and but I would try to try to hit the outside and the outside. So then everything in the middle, even if it does jump, it got has it goes in the black. Goes into the black. That's it. We want to get a good burnt ring all the way around it. Yeah. So, but you talking? And I thought the burns would have done better for me for turkeys last year. I just don't know how much turkeys are really in that area. But you talking yours? You I mean you've had turkeys in your area? So if I got we, a picture this morning of a gobbler in full strut with hens. With hens. In the state of Georgia, it's just, I, I don't know what he was doing. He was, it's just good weather for him right now or something. He's half cocked. He might be full cocked, but he's only half cocked. So, but I think that'll just really improve your place and stuff. And it'll really help you out if we can try to get over and burn it. I'd like to, we need to, but we got to make time for it. So that's why I'm going to try to leave on Thursday afternoon so I can get up there and get started and try to knock some stuff out. Well, that's it. Friday, I'll get up there Friday. Like I said, if I got to, depending on what I got to bring up there, but I like to have everything dissed up and ready to burn by Friday afternoon, Saturday morning. Yeah. That way I can keep an eye on it for at which, least a half a day. Which if you go up, you can get everything prepped. You can. Yeah. We don't have to really be there to help you per se, really, really prep it. But when it comes to burning, burning, you need to have kind of everybody there to help you and stuff. So it's always nice. Cause that's another reason why we're bringing another tractor up. Cause you, it, <clears throat> To rely on one tractor or one piece of equipment, it's it kind of we got the coyote up there too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we'll have both tractors have the fuller and stuff like that. Like you, you I mean if you take a tractor up, we'll take a fuller, take take whatever over there. So we have at least maybe one or two different. When's your dad going up? He's leaving Friday morning when he gets off work, so he won't be there until midday Friday. So, but I can go ahead and get started. <clears throat> Yeah, I was going to say maybe you know we'll figure it out later. But if I go up Thursday afternoon, I'll pull I'll pull the Kubota and the trailer up there if I can use it. Yeah, that'll keep him from having to pull it up there. I'll take it up Thursday and then it'll be there. Yeah, well we'll we'll have to plan it. We'll we'll look into it. We still got a couple weeks before that. Yeah, but we got to get through this tower because after that it goes into next weekend. We're going to South Florida. South Florida. So I don't know. You mean what you want to do? Because I know you're probably going to take off some time for South Florida. So I don't know. What you I got mean. plenty of time left. To t- I got. I still got a lot of time. I got to burn at work. I saved it for turkey season just for us. Yeah. I well, saved about good 30, man. Good man. about 30, 40. I thought I saved about 30, 40 hours of, of you, vacation for. You've already screwed up one time this year. You, you went on vacation the last week in a dog hunting season. So you've already screwed up one time. So let's <clears> try <throat> to make it up in turkey season. I try to take a vacation about once a month. Yeah, I know you do, but you just planted the, the wrong. I planted it the wrong month. Yeah, but the wrong weekend, right yes. month, wrong weekend. You didn't miss much. You just missed a bunch of trucks getting tore up. But that's kind of how the season went, though. So what was any different? <laughs> yeah, what was any different? <laughs> any different? That's a wet fucking shithole this year. But see, that's the oddest thing. So we're wet. Went to Georgia what a week or two week ago. It is absolutely flooded up there. It is wet. It's probably the wettest I've seen it since we've been up there. You I mean, Granny, you've probably seen it a lot wetter just over the, what, 20, 25 years you've been up there. But the last handful of years that I've been going with you, this is probably the wettest I've seen it. Yeah. So, because you know when you go, you go up, what is it, 129 or whatever that road is, when you go across the, the river there, all that stuff when you like, you're on you're on top up there and you can look down and like usually see deer and stuff all in them like grass flat, like yeah. the fields and stuff. That's a little, a kind of, a kind of Malufki river, but that's 441. Or 440, okay. So, but all that stuff where all them deer are usually at, all that stuff is Underwater. Like, I've seen that some of a bitch up the water on both sides of that bridge. Yep. It's, all the way across. Because there's two or three bridges in there. Mm-hmm. It's like spillways in there, almost. I've seen that damn thing through that timber right there, all the way up there to the far sides. On both. I've seen it damn near in Jacksonville. Well, and then another one that's real bad when you first come into town there, you know, the like... That you, little bastard will rip. Oh, you mean you're, you're on up in the in the um whatever you want to call it the scale marker for your rapids like you know like when you go white rod oh yeah you're a three or a four yeah you're not just i've seen that damn thing ripping in through there yeah it's it's ripping right now yeah your little creek's ripping i guarantee it i mean granted we luckily we fixed it 
because you wouldn't have made it across there. You I mean, like I said, it was like five or six inches over the floorboards on the foilers, but you still made it through because it was just a straight right through. But if it was the way it was before, it would have been. I don't know if you'd have got you'd have had wet corn. That's all I can tell you because we'd have probably dumped everything off of it. I bet you that damn thing was a good 15, 20 foot wide. Oh, it's pretty damn wide, yeah. And it was it was flowing. That's good though. I'm glad it's flowing because that's the one thing about that little creek there at camp. If it's flowing in a day or two, it'll be down a foot. Yeah, because it, it, it rips out of there. But when it gets down there in the main creek, yeah, that freaking thing is it's it's yeah. Now, there's not yeah. much creek bottom right now that's dry right now. That's, well, that's good because that's why the turkeys are up on the hill. Yeah, that's why I want to get around burn. You get some good burn up there on them hills. And it gets wet in them creek bottoms. You bet you your ass where your birds are going to be. Yeah, we we had a bad year this last year, so I think hopefully this year will be a good year. Because we we didn't have we didn't have a whole lot to talk about when we first started this podcast last year. Because we were struggle busting like hell trying to kill turkeys. Because I, I look back at my pictures, well, this morning, three o'clock this morning, we were sitting on the damn trailer at work waiting on to go home and went back through pictures. I've got pictures at that pine tree in the back of five long beards with like two hens. Yeah. All in full strut. Yeah. And now it's like you might get one long beard with a half a dozen or a dozen hens. So it's kind of went down the last couple of years. And I'm hoping this year it'll go back, back up. up. I didn't kill nothing at my place last year. Me or my dad didn't kill anything. So hopefully that'll... That'll boost maybe. Maybe they'll come back this year. But that's the thing. Like, where are they coming from? Because you just don't, you don't have a very strong Jake population. You never have. Nope. They just like, they, they, they're Jake somewhere else and then they become gobblers and they move over to your place. Yep. So, they're usually like three year olds. Yeah. They're, they're usually pretty good birds. Yeah. They're usually pretty good. But so, yeah, I know we got that. We got, before we ever really make it to Georgia, granted we'll be up there burning, but then after we get up burning, it's going to be a little bit of time because we'll we're going to South Florida, linking up with Ray Martin. That I've been kind of communicating back and forth with him. So I think I know we've talked about getting him back on the podcast. I mean, he was a great guest, and we were going to do a phone call, but I'm about over that phone call stuff. I mean, if we got to, we'll make it work but it, it's just way better in person it works better we got we can now i got the camper we can pack this bad boy up and we can go to the, we can put yep. her in the camper boys yeah, and i talked to him about it so hopefully opening weekend in turkey season will be we're gonna record one with ray down there and it should be a pretty good episode but so that's opening weekend down there and then we'll come here and i actually have to go film youth weekend for here I got an outfitter. I'm going to go film a youth hunt. So I'll be busy that weekend. But that whole week, pretty much before I open her, I'm going to be scouting where we'll be, where I'll be hunting at. I'm going to stay hard with it. So hopefully that open a weekend, we can get on some turkey. Pretty good. Talking about here or South Florida? Here. So I don't know what you got going on. If you got a turkey, you're going to have Where are you going to hunt? At your house or Colin Lee? I'm going to hunt down there probably where i usually hunt at start with that's because i can only hunt weekends so it's kind of i'm gonna hunt here at the house pretty hard at opening weekend like you usually do yeah i know i can get one knocked out here at the house i'm done and usually it's a crossroad at my aunt's which we're lighting fires next weekend so anybody that listens on bay lake road to here at the house or you see smoke it'll be me next weekend because we're we're gonna start burning hay fields next weekend that's the that is the plan, and that is the goal, and we're going to start lighting, lighting nice little fires next weekend. Yep. So that'll be uh, get get everything burned off, and it ain't so much just burning off, but people don't understand when you burn like Mercedes hay fields and stuff off. When you get a lot of weeds and like the seed heads out of weeds, that fire actually burns them seed heads up, and that actually saves us a lot in the year so it's not so much for even just the damn turkeys or the deer as much as it is it actually helps a lot on on herbicide throughout the year because it actually burns a lot of them seed heads up and i was going to talk to you a little bit about that and i was going to talk to you whenever but we'll just do it on the podcast so i know we've got it kind of a sort of a plan going into this 
summer stuff for Georgia for my place. We're going to spray it, do all that kind of stuff because I've got a strong, strong weed population in the bit in that food plot. I mean, the, the seed bank right now is full of weed, weed seed. So why don't I was thinking because the plan is to let that stuff, that grass and weeds and all that start coming up and then we'll go up there and spray it. Just think about we go over and spray it and then either I'd really would like to stay away from disking it if possible and go up there because we got that new that no-till drill now so if we go up there and spray it let it set it's all going to be dead maybe you go up there and ring that thing and burn it set a fire set a match to it set a um, burn that off and then when you burn it off then you just take that no-till drill and just go over it, and then you're done you i think? got i got spray that will take care of everything if you go get them roundup ready beans we can go we can take care of everything outside of that just mm -hmm. stay on top of it because we're going to probably build a sprayer this year yes we got we'll that sprayer out there we'll take we'll we'll, have to, we'll keep the power we'll keep the sprayer there at your place anyways yeah in our sh under the shed mm -hmm. and then I'll get the stuff. I, I've got the license to get the stuff to spray over top of them. Notes and round up ready beans. We'll we'll keep that shit beat down, and you ain't got to worry about it. But yeah, I would. Hell yeah, I would go out there and spray the hell out of it, let it die, and a lot of match to it, boys. Yep. So if you want to plan on that, because I would say need to wait till probably. It's going to be like the end of May, 1st of June. We're going to wait later into the year this year. Yeah, it's going to be like June or something before all the weeds start really coming up. And then once them come up just enough that you can actually start spraying them, go out there and spray them off. We'll disc around around that thing and then set it on fire. And then, you mean, you set it on fire. Say if you go up on a Friday, disc around it, set it on fire on a Friday, then you you mean it's, it's done. It's It'll done. be done to an hour. Then you can plant it. Yeah, I went up the fields the other day, and they still got that seven-foot drill sitting up there. And I talked to them, and they were like, mm, come on inside, take, let's make it. Well, that was a shit show to begin with. Luckily, I got a good John Deere dealership around here. And luckily, the guy that the main mechanic, the main, like, the shop superintendent foreman, whatever, We've come to blows once or twice over this damn tractor that I have. We've come to blows over some of this John Deere shit that I have. And I pulled in the parking lot, and they were closing the fucking gate, and it's like 4.59. They close at 5 o'clock. And I'm like, yep, I'm one of them people. He's like, hey, man. What you? I'm like, I need fucking parts. And he's like, well, what are you trying to do? And I'm like, I got to change the oil on this damn gator. I got to leave this weekend and go to Archer for a tower shoot. I need to change the oil on this fucking gator. Man, well, we're closed. And I'm like, you better open that motherfucker back up and give me my fucking parts. So we go back in there. Well, I get up there and get to talking to him. And he's like, he goes, he goes, Hey man, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll open it up. We'll go in here. I'll get you the parts. You just call tomorrow and pay for it. I'm like, that's not a problem. And I call. So we went up there and, and the, the, the drill still sitting there. And we got talking about the 6130s and, and they get all the tractors off of the Mormon ranch down there. And Deseret basically and i was talking to him and he's like yeah they come in the end of the year and i'm like well i ain't got the end of the year i gotta have a 6130 like within the next two months and he's like well we'll be getting a couple in we got some on a lot out here brand new i'm like all right good and i got talking about that drill and he said yeah he said clinton went on a damn limb thinking that you were going to come buy that drill and ordered it he bought it and a 10 footer it's still sitting here the 10 footer sold that seven footer still sitting here it's a high speed drill too he goes He'll make you a good deal if you come pick it up and i'm like man i don't know and i talked to my dad the other day and my dad's like you'd be stupid not to go up there and get that fucking drill because you'll get a rebate off of the south water the, the floor south florida water management will actually rebate you a lot of money on them drills because you're not actually disking or plowing ground up anymore you're actually just yeah planting and and so i talked to dad and he's like you probably ought to go up there and try to do something with that drill here in the next couple of weeks so yeah. we might have another drill to take georgia with us oh if we got two no drill drills holy crap we'll we might be, as well just level the whole we'll be drilling county every, we'll be drilling in between them damn pines up there that one we got is a heavy 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 they have to be heavy yep. in order to be able to be a no-till they have to be heavy yeah absolutely so 
Ours needs a little bit of work. It needs um like a couple discs and stuff to make it back right. But I think we're gonna for the price of my dad purchased that disc for or that no tail drill. You mean if he even put three or four thousand dollars in that thing to get it back right, he, he's still ahead. You mean for what a no tail drill actually really cost? So yeah, because what he paid for that one was fractional fifteen hundred bucks is what he paid yeah. for it. That thing's what it's in the twenties new. That one I'm looking at a Haybuster, that Haybuster 707C is a $32,000. Yeah, this one is a, a hay van. Yep. I've seen it sitting out there by the, hay, by the trailer down there by the trucks yeah. the other day, but that would have been a good drill if some idiot wouldn't have picked it up where they picked it up Yeah, before y'all got a hold of it. They'd been in the box. And granted, luckily enough, before we purchased it, we called the actual manufacturer of that drill and made sure they still made the part. That's what was my biggest fear. So we called them like, yeah, we can get every, we can rebuild that whole drill. The only thing that we don't have is the frame. So we can get everything. And you I mean, we priced it out. I mean, we could probably get all the parts for that thing for maybe a thousand dollars to completely re like actually make it where it's 110%. That's redoing the, the seed box. That's redoing And these new box. Seed need, box on it. It needs um needs new blades. And then um the when they bent the the actual box, you know the it's actually got like a like a square axle. You should have like what actually almost what's called a cam that goes through it and actually picks the seat up and drops it yep. in the Well they bent that whole mechanism thing. So the so, cam's bad in it. So pretty much what we're gonna do is take the box off take that whole thing and get that whole assembly yep brand new and then it'll just be a brand new box that get all new cups all new tubes and seed so that, tubes and everything that whole thing which it's the the small seed box is fine yep it's a large seed box is the one that we'll have to get new tubes for the the small seed box but you mean those are a dime a dozen pretty much yeah for the, the tubes. tubes are yeah those things damn things are yeah. pennies on a dollar you pretty much are going to replace them things regardless of every couple handful of years anyway because they're just pretty much rubber plastic that they're kind just of. a rubber tube is all they are yeah plastic tube so yeah. yeah yeah i looked at it on marketplace and i'm like god damn i looked at it looked at it and then i didn't do my research and look at if they could actually because my biggest fear was is not build how am i going to be able to replace this seed box because somebody picked it up with a forklift by the seed box and bent it all to shit. And I'm like, how in the hell are you going to replace this? Because the guy, he told us that he had the thing sold for like $45,000, $5,000 or something like that. Granted, it still needed like the couple of blades, but he had it sold for that much. And then I guess the guy that's working for him picked it up and um, I don't even know how he really did it. When he, when he picked it up, he like it slipped off the frame and then hit the seed box and bend it all up, and the guy, the guy that was buying it was like, I don't want it now. Yeah. So he, he didn't get to sell it then, and so he put it back online for 1500 bucks. and my dad went over there, bought it. But, I mean, granted, well, it's going to make a world of difference. I mean, yeah, I think for $1,500, we put, say we put $2,000 in it to get it back right for, say, I mean, you got $3,500 in it. I think we could still get close to two out of the one we got in Georgia. Yeah, that's it. Biggest thing now is you got to get up there and actually put some. You need to level that thing good. Level it on out because after this, you might not have to disc over it for a long time. Get up there and level it and take them damn railroad iron drags or whatever. Which I got that big old piece piece of pipe up there. Get that damn thing level. Like level it out good and flat. Make it that damn thing a runway out there. And then that drill will be the cat's ass from here on out. Because I might go up there. Maybe when we burn, maybe a week or a couple out. When we're up there turkey hunting, per se, I'll probably go there and disc it and get it all leveled out and then let all them weed seed, all the they weeds come up. Spray, the, it, spray the shit out of them. Yeah. Just better not have your house cat out there because we'll probably kill it when we go by it. Oh, yeah. I want to go to Triangle and get some yeah. get some stuff that are, uh, you don't want to sip it. You don't want to put it in your cup with ice because it's probably going to make you a little on the sick side. Yeah, so that's what I want to do. Like, I'm tired of dealing with them sickle pods is what they are. That's what I'm dealing with. We're going to put some Buccaneer Plus in there. Plus, I don't know, probably some Range Star. Dic- probably, I might even get some pure Dicambia and throw it in there, too. Just better do it in the cab tractor. You better get you a big sniff of it, buddy. 
Yeah. It'll make, make you, you a little sick. But I'm tired of fucking with it at your place. I'm tired of fucking with it at my place. So we're going to burn that shit to the dirt this year. Why don't we do that with yours, too? We'll burn off your food plots again. You, you good with doing it on yours, too? I don't give a shit. Because awesome. I got more damn Bermuda grass. I can't grow a hayfield here at the house in my life. In Georgia, my damn food plots look like a pure out hayfield. Oh, yeah. I was trying to disc it last year with even that big no-till or that um, new ground disc, and it was just rolling over like it was a big old freaking mat. That's all it was. That shit is thick, son. I mean, granted, your food plots did pretty decent even with the the stuff that we had to kind of go through. But They did good, but yeah, they need some help this year. We're going to put another truckload, um, talk to shithead. We're um, turkey season. We're going to have another truckload of Dolomite brought out because we've gone on. This is year. This coming up will be year four, so it's time to put another. You can't buy the bags of palletized, you know, you can't buy the Dolomite and bags and do what that truck can do in 20 minutes. He can come out there and yep. spread the whole damn thing and be gone out in 20, 30 minutes. And it's like five, 600 bucks. And it lasts you three, four, five years. Yeah. Which so we're going to do that probably in turkey season. Which, I mean, burning helps. Puts nutrition or put stuff back in the ground. So, oh, yeah. If we went out there for, say, if we disc it, burn it down, and then you take your no-tail drill across that and drill that in there with that burn out there, holy crap, your beans are going to be... I wouldn't be opposed. If I if I burnt that whole place off and I got that new drill, I'd drill every damn square inch that 5075 would go across. Absolutely. With some soybeans or something? Soybeans. Yeah. Yeah, because you went high dollar last year. You got some Roundup Ready certified freaking ready to go in a combine that's all they had yeah that's all they had but uh but yeah i think that's that's the plan for the last weekend of this month and then we'll like i said we're going turkey hunting then we'll we'll start turkey hunting up here then we'll hit georgia like we normally do i think i've got some trips i think i'm most likely in april i think i'm gonna go to missouri with some guys and do a bunch of filming so that'll be a little bit different so I don't really I don't know of anything else. Oklahoma was in the in the in the works talking. Not sure if that's gonna happen. That's a possibility. But like I said, I, I got some properties that I got permission on that I'm going to be strictly getting content for social media purposes for turkey call companies and personal use and hey, we need a place to go practice. Everybody needs a little bit of practice run, right? So that's going to be what this is for us. No hunting, but just strictly content purposes. So um, anyway, let's, um, we ain't got much longer on here. We'll kind of wrap it up here soon. But let's kind of get with this, as um, far as the tower shoot, kind of touch on that real quick, and then we'll kind of sign on off of here. So, yeah. um, anybody that's coming, you should know the details now, but if not, we'll be there Friday morning. We're going to get there, set up our camper with Jesse's camper. Zach's going to be there with his camper. I think some other guys are coming with his camper. If you're coming with a camper, if you want to come on Friday, you're more than welcome. We'll find you a spot. Oh yeah. Back it up in there. Granted, there's no... Where we're going to have to put all these campers, there's enough people coming. You're going to have to bring your generator. You're going to have to bring your own water. There's We don't have any kind of power or water hookup where we're going to be having to set up at. So make sure you bring that. If you're not coming on Friday to, per se, stay, if you're coming Saturday, you're coming from the shoot, start at 930, correct? 930, be there. We move the shoot up to 10. That way we can get the shoot over early. You can go eat lunch, take a break, and then we'll do the cleanup shoot. Correct. So, um, 9.30, 9.45 is pre-shoot gun safety talk with Huck. So, I tell everybody, be there 9, 9.30. Let's, if you're there on time, you're late. That's so, be there, there by 9, 9.30, and that way Huck can get the... Yep. Be there before 9.30. Yes. And then we'll get the all the pre-briefing stuff done. And then we will 
we'll do the shoot. If you're there to hunt, then you make sure you need to be there before 930. If you're not there to shoot, you just come there to hang out. I mean, whatever time you want to get there at that point, who really cares? But so we'll do the shoot afterwards. Like Jesse said, we'll do the lunch. More than welcome to come up. If you're still somebody that's now just hearing about it, there's no spots for say to shoot. But if you want to come up and hang out with us, more than welcome to come up Saturday and hang out. Even if you want to come up Friday, if you're you're busy on Saturday, you got Friday off, you want to come up Friday out or say you're busy on Saturday, you want to come up Friday afternoon and hang out for the afternoon. You can't be there on Saturday. Come hang out with us. We'll be yep. there. We'll be there for a while. They're on Sunday too. Yep. So like to get home at a decent time on Sunday, but if um we'll stay there till at least midday there on Sunday. Yeah, so I said you, midday we'll be packing up heading to the house. Absolutely. So you'll come Sunday morning, more than welcome to come hang out with us. We will have shirts there if you want to purchase one of our shirts. I know we've been asked to bring them, so we're gonna bring them. Yep. They'll be there with us. Yep, we'll take them. We were supposed to bring them to the turkey <clears throat> extravaganza. Somebody forgot them, so I forget my own name absolutely so but we'll have them there there will be i know we've already talked about this there'll be no drinking and shooting hucks pretty much he's adamant about that and i i mean i completely get it I, yep. I, if we're during the turkey or not the turkey during the pheasant shoot or the cleanup there will be no open alcohol containers and guns in your hand at the same time absolutely because the woman that actually owns the place kate she does not she's got a zero tolerance on that mm -hmm. so we will be keeping that to a minimum now what what's in your cup i can't tell you but there will be no bush light in your hand with a shotgun in the other absolutely while so, we are tur while we are actively hunting Yes. So now, if we go up to the pond, and I've talked to him about it, if we go up to the pond and we take the clay pigeon shooter and we sit around and drink a couple of beers and shoot clay pigeons and stuff like that, that's one thing. But we will not be shooting after active animals with dogs underneath them. You shoot one of his dogs, it's going to cost you about $5,000. Or more. Or more. So, just do us all a favor. Keep the alcohol at the camp or in your car or wherever until we're done hunting. And then we are going to party like rock stars on Saturday night. Yep. So and that's that's if that's all he asked, that's all we can respect. Absolutely. And it's not just necessarily his dogs either. You're gonna have your dog there. Yes. I know Zach's gonna have his dog there. I can tell you if you shoot your dog, you shoot Zach's dog, I can tell you somebody's gonna be in It's gonna be up shit creek. You better Absolutely. be getting in your car and leaving quick. Absolutely. So um so yeah, that's definitely a big thing. Also <clears throat> There is a raffle for a single shot 410 turkey edition. It's $20 a ticket. It or be, arm length for 100 Yep. So it would be sweet little gun. Definitely get in on it. I know there's already some people that's already got in on it. I know there's going to be some more people when we get there that's going to get in on it. So if you and just And the Primo Knife is raffling one too. So he's on the same raffle. Yeah. So, so they're going to do a first option. From what I understand from Huck, they're going to do a first option on a gun and first option on a knife. Okay. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna for an arm link for a hundred bucks, you bet your sweet ass I'm in on it. Absolutely. So definitely if you not signed up to come shoot, you just want to come hang out, come buy a ticket, get in or to win a shotgun or a knife. Um pretty much almost an equal value there for the knife or the gun. The knives are really sweet. So either you can, I mean, you got a chance to either win both or win one of them, but definitely come out and check that out. We'll be, like I said, we'll, we'll have a good time. Everybody should. It's kind of one of them. It's going to be entertaining. Absolutely. That's, that's all I can say. I mean, it, it's going to be fun watching a lot of guys shoot. I mean, there's, you, and you have a different spectrum of all kind of different shooters. You mean guys that's been hunting their whole lives, guys that's been kind of in the game for a couple of years. So I mean, it's just going to be fun. I, I'm not really going to shoot much. I'm going to be more of taking pictures, just hanging out, talking to people and stuff. So if you want to come out, then you're not shooting. You want to come out and hang out with me. 
sit around and watch people shoot and talk to me or whatever, you're more than welcome to do that. I'll be, I'll be there and all that. So anyway, I think we're going to get on off of here. We'll, um, be back next week, do a post tower shoot podcast. Yeah. It's, it should be a good one, but, and then we'll, we'll full fledged go into more Turkey hunting. So I think Jesse's got to go to take a piss over here. So he's ready to get on out of here. So, If you can, give us a rating on iTunes, Spotify, whichever you listen to it, and we will be back next week. All right, guys.